Welcome to the Advanced Born Global podcast. I'm Johanna Pittman, CEO of Advanced.org, the professional network for overseas Australians. This podcast introduces remarkable Australians who have built their career overseas. We celebrate their optimism, creativity and resourcefulness to succeed across the globe. In this series, we meet the 2021 Advance Award winners. During each episode, I inform the interviewee that they will receive an Advance Award. Listen out for their unfiltered and heartfelt responses. I hope you enjoy getting to know more about these inspiring global Australians. In this episode, you will meet Dr. Bruce Stillman, winner of the Global Impact Award in 2021. You will also meet Ken Allen, founder and chair emeritus of Advance and chair of the judging panel. Ken knew Bruce through their work when Ken was Consul General in New York from 2001 to 2006. If you were explaining what you do to, let's say, a high school audience, what is it that you do and and what's your day-to-day look like? Well, I really have two jobs. Uh, One is that I'm a a biochemist and researcher who's focusing on cancer research and I run a laboratory at Cold Spring Harbour that I've been doing for over 40 years now and we discover how our genome is inherited and the biochemistry of that. But also my day job is that I'm president and CEO of the institution which is a research and medical institution, an educational institution. So I spend quite a lot of my time doing administration and strategic planning and fundraising. So that's my day and it switches. You have to be schizophrenic and one time you're doing science and the next time you're doing fundraising or administration. So that's a typical day, seven days a week. It sounds incredibly busy and I guess if you think back to when you were studying in Australia and and starting out your career, did you expect to end up here? Did you expect to end up in the US? And tell us about how that evolved. Well, ever since I was 11, I wanted to do medicine and I actually worked with St. John's Ambulance throughout my teenage years. And by the time I got to university, I realized I wanted to do research. So I pursued a research career at the University of Sydney and then at the Australian National University at the John Curtin School of Medical Research. And by the period when I was a graduate student in Australia, I actually made some discoveries which were fairly important and I wanted to continue doing that. And Cold Spring Harbor Laboratory was then and is now one of the best institutions in the world to do research. And so I wrote to my predecessor as president, who was Jim Watson, the Nobel laureate who discovered the structure of DNA with Francis Crick, and I told him what I wanted to do, and I thought I was going to come here for two years and then go back to Australia, but then stuff happened and I'm still here 42 years later. Yeah, that's incredible. And and tell us about the changes that you've seen in the research environment over that period, particularly leading one of the US and the world great research institution. What's What's evolved? What's changed over that time? Well, I've been very fortunate in my career because actually I was born in the year that Jim Watson and Francis Crick discovered the structure of DNA. And so I kind of grew up with DNA. And then when I was an undergraduate at Sydney University, that's when recombinant DNA was discovered. And that really changed the landscape of being able to do biology and medicine. And so I've really had my research career in the recombinant DNA era, as well as the now ability to sequence whole human genomes for about $1,000, which we do quite a lot at Cold Spring Harbor. 
and that has really changed the landscape enormously. When I was a graduate student, technology was very limited, but now it is just unleashed in a fantastic way, including new uh, discoveries such as the CRISPR gene editing technology. So it's been a phenomenal period and also an amazing advances in biology and medicine. You mentioned you'd been in the US now 42 years. What sort of connections have you been able to maintain professionally with Australia? Well, quite a lot. And as Ken knows, I've been on the Council for the American Australian Association for a long time, and that gives me a lot of connections to Australians in New York. I've also been an advisor to the former Vice-Chancellor of the University of Sydney. I'm on an advisory board for Monash University. I also am an advisor to a biotech company in Sydney, the long-term advisor to that company. And then I've chaired the reviews of quite a lot of institutes in Australia. So one way or another, I have a lot of connections with Australia. I still have family in New South Wales in Sydney principally. And I usually, except for the last year and a half during COVID, I usually travel there once or twice a year. Well, with all that incredible background and that continued generosity in what you've been able to contribute to Australia, I wanted to let you know that we announced that you would be a finalist in the Education and Research Award category, but we actually wanted to present you with the Global Impact Award and that is an overall award that the judges thought you were incredibly worthy recipient of. Wow, that's a, that's an amazing honor. I was actually surprised to be a finalist for this award and actually honored for it, but this is a kind of icing on the cake. You know, one of the great things about being an expat Australian is, and I've, as I just mentioned, I've had a lot of connections to Australia, and it is a fantastic, place and I still you know still call Australia home as the song goes and to have this honor additional honor is really unbelievable and I think it's a real highlight to be recognized by the country that you grew up in that you love and the country that uh, I still have very very deep connections to so thank you very much I'm actually deeply deeply honored Fantastic. Well, congratulations. And Ken, did you have anything you wanted to ask or mention to Bruce? Well, it's wonderful, Bruce, to hear your story recounted again, because uh, I recall meeting you just under 20 years ago and going to the laboratory and being quite amazed at what you were doing there and the high regard that you were held in the United States. And and quite honestly, how little you were known of in Australia. I know that's changed over the last 20 years because you've done much more brilliant work. But uh, I think Australians are, are honoured to know somebody like you, and Australians are very proud of the fact that, you know, you've gone overseas. I do recall a story of the St John's Ambulance, okay, that, uh, that really sets you aside. Many, many Australians have had, you know, simple, life-changing beginnings like that. Baz Luhrmann, uh, his start was very, very similar to that. And it's maybe something you do in creating normal people that are actually quite brilliant. And, uh, you know, I've always, you've always been part of my DNA, actually. I don't know whether you've got an injection or something when you go to the laboratory, but... Uh, you, you, um, you have been infected, I can, I can tell you. <laughs> there you go. And I, I remember you so well, our conversations, and uh, I think it's wonderful that Advance has uh, recognised you in this way. But you are a truly deserving award winner. I'm very proud to know you, and I know all Australia is 
pretty know that you are a son of Australia. Well, thank you. And, you know, the other thing I want to say is I have looked at the other finalists. Um, they're quite a really remarkable group, not just this year, but in previous years. Um, it is extraordinary, the talent that Australia produces. And one of the, I think, common themes of almost everybody is that they maintain very strong connections with Australia, even if you have worked outside of Australia for one's career. And I think that's because it's hard not to forget Australia. As I said, it's a fantastic place to live. I often wonder why I'm in New York, not in, in, in New South Wales. And I grew up in Melbourne, so and Melbourne's changed a lot since I grew up there, and it's a fantastic place. So I really enjoy visiting there. So, you know, the other people who are finalists this year, a spectacular list of people. So I'm very honoured to be among them. Thank you, Bruce, for that. And I guess just if I can ask one more question, that would be, I am sure you have mentored so many people in your career. What advice do you give for students, people early in their career starting out, particularly in the research, science and research field? It's one of my actually great accomplishments, I think, is not just the discoveries we've made, but the people that I have trained over the years. And I really enjoy mentoring and uh, teaching early career scientists how to do science and see them go on to be incredibly successful, which a lot of my students and postdoctoral fellows have been. And so I like it so much, I actually have signed up to be a student mentor for the University of Sydney, which I do remotely. And I still teach at uh, nearby Stony Brook University. The advice I would give to young people is if you're going to go into science, uh, and I think this is actually true for all fields, you really have to have a passion for it. You don't necessarily go in into it to make money. You go into it because you have a passion to change the world. And it's a sometimes it's a solitary life. It's a challenging life for one's family, which I have to thank my family for putting up with me. But if you have a passion for doing something big and an ambition to do something big you can do it and opportunities will come your way and you just have to look out for them and so i think what i try to do is to provide those opportunities for young people and that's what i think advance is all about actually providing this type of guideline for young people to see a path for their future thank you for listening to this episode for more on the winners of the 2021 Advance Awards, please go to our website, advance.org. You can scroll through and learn more about over 150 game changers who have been recognised by Advance over the last 10 years.